This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hello and welcome to that Peter Crouch podcast with me, Peter Crouch. Uh, I've got Notorious SID and Chris Stark with me, but we are not in the pub. Uh, we're on one of these remote things that we were doing during COVID and uh, we're not great at these, are we? No, we're not. This is this is going to be an awful podcast. I'm just going to throw it out. <laughs> it's going to be an awful podcast. Because <laughs> I, I think it's better to just sort of confront these things straight Head on. <laughs> be straight up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're on Zoom. Basically, Pete's gone on holiday, and it's and we didn't think about this, and so we're trying to do it like we did in COVID. Uh, he's in a hotel room. There's Wi-Fi issues. Sid's is round one of the guys who works on the pod's house, I believe. No, I'm at my house. That's 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 what that makes it even worse. Like aesthetically, you look great, Starkey. You like you've got the all the equipment. You're there. You're hooked up. Actually, the setting behind you looks so elegant. And I, I look like I'm a competition winner that's just joined that, uh, pulled a lucky ticket to join you two boys on a, you know, a special podcast. But this has never gone well for us. I think the, the exciting bit about this podcast, if you're listening right now, is it could end at any second. <laughs> and, um, and we're also, we've got a hard deadline because I've got to be somewhere in the next uh, 40 minutes or so. So it, it could finish at any minute. Stick with it the best you, you can. It isn't going to be our finest work. But at least we're honest about it. Crouchy, sometimes when we've done these podcasts remotely, it's um, it's been even more shambolic than this, right? Do you remember when Andy Robertson was on? Do you know what? I was just going to mention that. It was my, I think that was one of my favourite... It was my favourite ever remote podcast um, with, with Andy Robertson. <laughs> Do you want to explain why? Do you want me to explain? I thought I was going to leave it to you. But um, no, Sid, Sid, it was unbelievable, right? So basically we had... And Robertson had Wi-Fi issues, so we couldn't work out what the issue was. So we asked uh, him if anyone was watching uh, Netflix or anyone was using the Wi-Fi. He said, oh, yeah, my missus is watching a film up in bed. So we asked her, we asked him to go up and ask her to turn it off. He actually did it as well. Upstairs and we could hear him going, sorry, babe, you've got to turn it off for a minute. As though she's, she's had to turn the film off. <laughs> The poor girl sat there <laughs> with nothing to do whilst we asked around with this podcast. It was the same, a similar story. We, um, we, we're on Ted Lasso. We're actually, I don't know how much we've really spoken about this, but we've been on Ted Lasso twice in a kind of very small, almost secret cameo. But there's a couple of times in the last series, we did it again, um, where if you listen really closely at one point, one of the characters on Ted Lasso is listening to us, listening to our podcast. And um, 
and we recorded a special kind of little minute long podcast for it. Like it was bespoke to Ted Lasso. So when we went to record it, that was a shambles as well, Crouchy. Do you remember? We we did like a load of takes for it. It was absolutely brilliant. It was basically we had a Hollywood director, right? Um, he was in LA and he just said, right, so we're going to uh, do your podcast. And he had, he had a few lines for us to get into the, into the pod. We recorded it. And then he just said, uh, so you just fire that over? And we said, what? <laughs> he went... Yeah, just fire that audio file over. We, I, I, I just assumed you were recording it. And he was like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, absolutely shambles outfit. Yeah, yeah. And it's not just us. Like, we all remember when connecting to Zoom was a tricky thing. And I'm not just saying it for the sake of name dropping, but do, do you remember when we had to do a Zoom with Prince William on this podcast? And, uh, you know, even he couldn't manage it. And surely he's got the best people, best tech people around. It was a good sort of 20 minutes of watching him try and take himself off mute. That kind of thing, Sid. But here we are. We're doing it again. We're doing all right so far. So far, so good at the minute. As long as someone's recording, we're okay. Yeah. Right, let's crack on. Friday podcast then. How was um, So how was last week? Has anyone got the scores from last weekend? Yeah, I've got, I've got them in front of me here. Um, you had a difficult week again, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, um, zero points for you, uh, and one point for me, and one point for Sid. So that just extends our our lead. We've gone from uh, nine sixteen twenty five to nine seventeen twenty six. So me and Sid have just just edged away again. Yeah, that's not so bad though. If I'm not going to score any points, as long as you two have only scored one, that's not a disastrous result from the week. I'm. A- if anything, I scored one less than both of you this weekend. Yeah, which does mean that you you, you would have lost in any game that week. Um, but that could be the vital point that just seals it for me and Crouchy. One of the ones where it could be that that hard earned point in the season, Crouchy. You know, like where you dig deep and just get it over the line. That could be the one that just seals the deal for him. Though. Yeah. So, Chris, are you are you are you getting squeaky bum time now or not? Like, obviously, there's a Paddy Power forfeit and it's, it's going to get ramped up. We've had a few uh, emails in about what it could possibly be. But it's not looking good for you at the minute. Are, have you got one eye on that or, or are you still confident you can get out of this situation? No, I'll be, I should be all right, actually. Um, much like Watford, my form is going to improve. And actually, the, the weird thing about it, despite not scoring any points this weekend, I do actually think I was closer than I've been any other weekend. It wasn't a horrendous performance from myself. In terms of predictions, I was just a bit unlucky. Uh, so, I'm, like Arteta, I'm just going to trust the process, and uh, you're still within you're still within reach, Crouchy. It's it's all good. Um, what about the what about the games themselves, though? Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, I mean the issue was I mean, Man City, Chelsea. Like, I'm not sure anyone could have called four all. Uh, bizarrely, we we made Sid take the six one option, even though he didn't want to take it, and he he, he was closer with the the goal total. Really, he got seven goals in his game and. There was eight, so in actual fact, he was still closer, even though we made him pick a score he didn't want to pick. The, yeah, on the on the Monday, the Spurs Chelsea game was down as one of the greats, wasn't it? And it was followed up with another unbelievable game, end to end. I mean, it was. I didn't realize. I well, I didn't know who was going to win. To be fair, it got to that point where a draw wasn't going to happen. Ultimately, it was. But Cole Palmer, how good was he? I mean, he was cool as a cucumber. He's a he's a player. Him, I like him a lot. He's got a swagger about him. Yes, isn't he? Yeah. 
All right, should we fire into the um, next weekend's predictions, the the weekend that's coming up? Obviously, we're on international break. By the way, Crouchy, at the start of this, you said it's international break, so you've decided to go away. You're... Is this how you're applying your holidays from here on in? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, you know, I did go away um, and I went to Thailand, believe it or not. And uh, I went during monsoon season uh, and it rained every second of the day. So I ended up um, just getting to Dubai. I, I don't, we just left, we just cut our losses and left. Um, so now, now I'm in Dubai and... Uh, yeah, as we say, it's International Weekend and, um, you know, San Marino are playing. I think that's one of the games we're going to be looking at. And uh, she didn't... San Marino didn't take it well, Sid. How long into... Yeah, how long into the game did it take for San Marino to kick off? Uh, I'll be honest with you. She was she was very, very calm. Um, she didn't concede until kind of two days in uh, when... When then, and then and then the floodgates opened and they lost. Uh, you know, ended up ended up kicking off every every five five to six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's I I never know with this Friday podcast how many people are new to it every week because it is relatively new. So just to explain, if you're just joining us, normally we're all together for this Friday podcast. This is obviously a bit of a different one, and uh, apologies for that. Um, but what we have is a kind of mini league that's going on between us. And we pick three games from the weekend that are coming up. If we get the correct score, whoever gets the correct score gets three points. Uh, if you kind of call the right result, win, lose, draw, then you get a point. And obviously there's nothing if you, uh, if you, if you don't get either of those predictions right. Um, this weekend is obviously going to be international fixtures. So we've selected three games to watch this weekend. Heads up, San Marino is going to be one of them. It only makes sense. There's an England game and a San Marino game. Uh, so obviously we're going to be covering, covering those. Boys, where would you like to start? I, I, I think we've got to start with the biggest game of the weekend. Uh, and that's Kazakhstan versus San Marino. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's the one that is on everyone's lips. Um, San Marino, obviously, big, you know, huge influence in this podcast. Um, you know, they, they've almost become our team. You know, like Vanuatu has become, you know, was sort of like we're, we're unofficial ambassadors of Vanuatu. I feel like San Marino's got something is in our heart in the, on this podcast. So um, they've struggled. I'll be honest with you. They're away at Kazakhstan. I've actually played in Kazakhstan. I don't know if you noticed. A, that was a that was a mad situation. Eight-hour flight. It's like it's it's so far. It's it's like near China and Russia. Like I can't even explain it. Like got off the, I got off the plane and it was like nowhere I've ever been. Uh, but yeah, we got we, we we ended up we ended up playing there for England. Um, but San Marino will be out there this this weekend. San Marino's last record, the, the last record of the, the last six games they've played, they've lost two one three nil, four nil, four nil, six nil, and three nil. Um, so they're not they're not on the best of runs at the minute. But they did score, didn't they, in their last game? Was that against Denmark? Denmark was two one. Yeah, they got a goal. Um, they they hadn't scored in the last. Five before that, but they did score against Denmark, and it was only two-one. So I suppose they're in. They're in a bit of form. <laughs> they're going to get humps, aren't they? Well, I don't. The problem here, I don't know enough about Kazakhstan. If I'm honest with you, and this can be a terrible thing to say, until Borat, I wasn't 
totally familiar with it as an actual sort of sporting nation. Um, and that is my ignorance at, at play here. I actually thought Kazakhstan was was made up. They're actually not that bad. They're actually not bad. They, they are above, they're above Finland uh, in, in the group, um, which is, you know, pretty decent. They, they do have a chance to qualify, but I think Slovenia and Denmark are... Uh, are almost away in that group. So, um, maybe an interesting game. I'm expecting a Kazakhstan win here at home. It's a tough place to go. Yeah, yeah. Have you written down the score for for this, boys? What, what are you going for? 3-0 Kazakhstan. Oh, 3-0. Okay. Starkey, I'll let you go next. I've gone exactly the same as Crouchy. I, I can just show my paper to the um, guys here. You see Kaz, 3-0. I've gone 3-0 on this one. I'm going to go 4-0. 4-0. No one giving San Marino even a sniff, apart from you, Crouchy. Uh, No, I haven't. (laughs) Well, I have done in the past, yeah. But um, (laughs) I've gone for Kazakhstan this time. (laughs) Okay, good. <laughs> moving on, <laughs> moving on, <laughs> moving on. The big weekend fixture. The big weekend fixture. Don't look any further. This is the part of the podcast supported by Paddy Power. The big weekend fixture. This is England versus Malta. What are we saying, boys? Tough one. Um, injuries, isn't there? England. There's a few of them return to their clubs. Uh, I still think we're going to win. Um, I would have gone high. Uh, scoring, but I'm not sure now. I, I don't know. Um, we're still going to be in good form, but with them injuries, it just plays a part for me. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm thinking with this, uh, looking at the results previous, um, they've England have won 4-0 before. Um, just looking at the odds on this one now, if, if it was to happen again, um, Paddy Power currently have that at 9-2, to two, so a £10 bet would get a total return of £55. And I'm just looking at that and thinking, well, that's actually happened twice before this 4-0 uh, situation. So I'm tempted to back that again. Uh, and in fact, that's 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 what I'm going to do. I'm going to go England 4, Malta 0. Yeah, you see, I like that. I don't think the injury is going to affect us. England have got a 100% record against Malta. So they've never... They've never lost. Uh, I, I don't expect that to change as well. I looked at that's, that as well. That's mad. How many... Do you, know, do you know what, Crouchy? How many countries... How many countries have England never lost to? I would actually love to know that. Because there can't be... There can't be many to take... To say 100% yeah, win rate. Yeah, they've never drawn either. But like, like oh, they, I'd say there's quite a few. So many teams that should, in my opinion, shouldn't be... That should have to qualify for the qualifiers, if you get what I mean. And I think... Obviously, San Marino being one of them, you know, Andorra. We used to play Andorra. Um, you know, I got I got twenty two goals for England, and I got I think I got eighteen of them against Andorra, <laughs> which is always nice to see. Do you know what I mean? When you see see you playing them, it's good to get your tally up. What's what scoreline are you going to go for in this one, Crouch? He's a Starkey. You've gone four nil. I, I wrote four down as well. I wrote four down. It was obviously like you said. Oh, nine so you same again, um, same man. We kind of. I know. Same scores. Do do you want me to change it? Because I've I've offered you a couple of lifelines in the past. I'm happy to change it. What would you change it to? Five. I think 
one of us should go five just for the game of it. Right, I'll go. I'll go five then. All right, because you're you just you, you chose first. Uh, I I feel like it's I'm it's sporting. I'm giving you a chance, but also I could I could pull away. Yeah, 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 you could. And actually, you can't rule out that score. But you know what you've done there? Just by changing that score, the crowd are applauding you. You know, one of those. It's a it's a respect thing. Like when the opposition goalie comes forward. They're just giving you a few of those. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go 3-0. So I'm going to go 3-0. So there's a 3-0, 4-0, and there's a 5-0 here. You're going 3, Sid. I'm going for... <laughs> Three nil, yeah. Are we gonna go? Are we gonna go again and give him a double bubble, Crouchy? I I don't think he should get a double bubble on the international break. Um, just because uh, everyone cares a little bit less on this weekend. Harsh, but I like it. <laughs> do, do you never do these ones, lads? Right? Do you, ne- do you never do these ones? Malta are seventy to one. Is it not worth? Is it not worth a tenner? Well, by the looks of what we've just said, absolutely not. Uh, I can't bet against England, not against Malta. I can't do that, sorry. Remember San Marino when Stuart Pearce gave that back pass away when England played San Marino years ago and they got in and scored. It was their first goal in like two years. Every time I hear San Marino, my ears are pricking up. I've just walked in and said, every time I hear San Marino, I feel like you're calling me. <laughs> Problem is, she knows the nickname now. San Marino, you, San Marino, I've got Kazakhstan this weekend now. Do you want to, what do you, what do you fancy? Do you want to... Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan. Talking to, talking to the smart, yeah, Kazakhstan, um, San Marino, what do, you, what do you reckon? I'm going San Marino. Oh, are you? Yeah. Ab's gone San Marino. Can't imagine Kazakhstan being very good at football. Like yeah, they're, they're, they're slightly better than San Marino, I think. Oh, God knows. Yeah. Good luck to both of them. <laughs> Good luck to both. She's rooting for San Marino. <laughs> it's a draw. Uh, the draw there is 20 to 1. Mm. Fancy that? It's a decent bet. Good. Uh, the problem is, we have, in a way now, sort of brought abs into this in the predictions-wise, and I'm I'm concerned that she might actually do better than me, and she genuinely has no interest in it. You tell Chris we've got his forfeit ready for <laughs> Ab, ab says she's been thinking of forfeits for you. Oh, I'm not sure Abs needs to get involved in this. <laughs> <laughs> it's been our topic for the whole holiday. Yeah, it's been our topic for the trip, actually. You're, you're forfeit. Hey, you know when you're on holiday with Abs, Pete, do you do those, you know, those, um, those quizzes that we used to do during COVID where you have to name like six Premier League players whose first name and last name ends with, do you know what I mean? Like those sort of ones. Or name six players that have scored first for you know, their opening game of whatever team they say. One, one of those questions. Do you do them with her or not? We've done, well, she's been in, she's been on holidays in the past where we, we've, we've, there's been a few lads there that have done a question and it's, she's had to get involved because it just goes on for so long. Um, she's quite good at it actually. Yeah, she's come up with some really good, really, really good guesses. It's like, it's stuff that she doesn't want to know that's just filtered in without knowing over the years. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, do you know what would be wicked? What we should maybe do, I don't know if she'd be interested in this, maybe ask um, Abs, if, I don't know if Abs can do this, like, do you know what would be good? If we if we signed up Abs to Mastermind, but for football, right? So you go do, so you do Mastermind as like a giant advert for the podcast, but um, but your specialist topic is, I, I don't know, some sort of niche bit of football, but then 
we prepare and we like we we get it we we learn as much as we can you go and smash it and it will surprise everyone well i pulled john carew out the bag and our, all of our friends it took them four days to get the answer and i got it but i can't remember what the question was <laughs> 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 if the answer's John Carew, what's the question? <laughs> Bizarrely knows the stuff. If I walked, if John Carew walked up to me now, I wouldn't even know who he was, but somehow I knew the name. I just think I've subconsciously, you know, gathered all this information over the years. It's in there. Yeah, it's in there. It's in there somewhere. All right, well, cracking on. England, Malta, uh, we've all gone for the Wednesday, yeah? Yeah. All right, all those odds uh, for the England game uh, are correct at time of recording. Please gamble responsibly. And with it being international break, Paddy Power of Arsenal, to remind you, it's November. Uh, there's a meeting at Cheltenham this weekend and they've got a top offer available. Completely free bet on any race this Saturday. That's actually news to me, that, Pete, because I normally DJ that November meet at uh, Cheltenham and I've not been booked. So um, I'm not sure what's going on there. There's bit of housery coming oh, wow. on. Yeah, well, you've only just made me realise. Yeah. I, I heard about that. I saw the um, I saw the flyer. It's the Notorious SID and special guests this year. <laughs> oh, no. There's there's nothing worse than not getting re-invited back to, uh, back to a gig that you thought you'd done really well at. It's great. It's great. Do you never go to the afters stuff at the, the races? They're great fun, aren't they? I've had a few good ones. They're like a power hour though. They only ever they book you for an hour or so. It's, it's only on for like an hour or afterwards, and then so so everyone's got to go quite lively, quite quickly. But is um, I do enjoy doing them. Yeah, I did. I did the Monday nights at Windsor. It's always a good day out. Brilliant, brilliant Windsor. Love Windsor on a Monday. Well, I go to mo- I, I'm there most Mondays. What, what do you mean? Like, are you boys going and not telling me? No, well, listen. If you're DJ, I'd be all over that. I went to the Abba night not too long ago. It was brilliant. Yeah, it's good down there. We should do a little pod pod night out. We should. Okay, should we get onto the last fixture? Yeah, fin- Finland, Northern Ireland. Uh, two two teams struggling really. Um, San Marino obviously whipping boys in the group, but uh, Northern Ireland, Finland just above that, struggling to qualify. Um, Finland at home. I've gone for a. 2-0 Finland result here. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I can see goals. I can see Northern Ireland scoring, though. Um, Finland are at home. I'm going to go for a 2-1 Finland win. 2-1. Yeah. Uh, what's Ab saying? Uh, she's just said she's going to go for a shower, but she tried to whisper it. Uh, but you've, you've <laughs> pick, you picked it up. She had absolutely no interest in the Finland-Northern Ireland game. She's just planning for what we're going to do for dinner. Yeah, I meant the score rather than the shower, but... Finland, Northern Ireland, give the score. I'm going I'm to stick to my Irish roots. You're just going to stick to her Irish roots? I'm going to say 2-1 two, 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 to Ireland. 2 Northern Ireland, just for clarification. So this is not where your roots are, but... We don't want to get into that right now, do we? Still stick with the Northern Irish and say 2-1. Two, 2-1 one. Two, to Northern Ireland, she's gone. Okay, great. I'm going to um, go Finland 3, Northern Ireland 0 for this one so at least we've all got different scores wow three big wins though yeah it feels like there are um, three matches where there's expected wins and we're kind of back in those and it, it never really goes to plan normally so no doubt we'll be regrouping in a week from now uh, discussing how we got it so wrong 
Yeah, yeah, I imagine so. But like you say, it's almost like a freebie, this international break. Like, let's be honest, this this game is mainly concentrated on on the Premier League. It's a it's kind of like a, a fantasy Premier League table for us, isn't it? It's not this is really it's like a bonus. Exactly. Um as always, we ask everyone to just keep an eye out. Uh, if you're at the football, just see if there's any decent shirts that you can see on the terraces, if there's a kind of quiet moment during the game. Uh, we've got a couple that we've been tagged in on our socials this week. Uh, one of them in particular caught my eye. Uh, it's the Wolf. I think it's the Wolves fan. Is that Wolves fan? The Pleasure Dome. The Pleasure Dome, yeah. 69, the number on the back. And then Pleasure Above, Dome Below. <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know what it is, but I'd agree with what it's saying. Welcome to the Pleasure Dome 69. Are they saying that they're the Pleasure Dome? Or is this some sort of... <laughs> or is this a, a, a sort of Wolves club? I don't know. Like, hard to know what's going on there. It definitely looks like a dome. This 69 thing is, is really caught on because just under that as well, uh, dinner for two, 69. Um, so dinner for two on the... On the sh- where the name should be, and then sixty nine, just below it. That's the best shout ever. <laughs> I found I, I found another one. Someone uh, showed me it on um, on Twitter or X, whatever, and uh, it was it was two people, and one had Taylor, and the other one had Swift, and one had nineteen, and one had like eight, 19, eight, 19 and eighty seven. So it looked like it was Taylor Swift, and then a. Uh, the year of her birth on a, on two football shirts, possibly one of the worst one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm not sure on the duos. I'm not sure on them ones because if one falls ill or if one's not there, you just look like a complete twat. <laughs> Point weeks, you don't look like a twat anyway when you're with you, mate. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, hell! What about gluten? I've had so I've had so much traction on the old gluten track last week well that, that's a good point Crouchy I mean I don't think you want to upset Taylor Swift fans I think in it, just from a sort of cynical marketing point of view here for the podcast they they are a massive massive force uh, the Taylor Swift fans they're very loyal and passionate and occasionally they do sort of get involved there was something with Brighton I think recently where the Swifty fans uh, made something happen it's kind of when they work on mass they're quite powerful oh so, are they yeah, yeah, I don't know. But it's, it... well, obviously, my my little girl's obviously a, a big fan, and she's desperate to go um, on a on the new whatever the tour is coming up or something. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't realise that you know that they. I wouldn't say that that football's really her, her demographic of her fans, really. So what about what about the gluten free um, uh, brigade? Have they have they have you been getting a bit of stick, Crouchy? There's been a lot of people on my side. Um, you know, having been on holiday, obviously we're going out to restaurants quite a bit, and um, it's just it's just relentless the 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 asking of allergies. Like it's 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 just it's everywhere I go. It's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, you know, I just. And I've had a lot of people kind of backing me up. And then I've had obviously a lot of people um, show me some information of, of, you know, why it's important and why we say it. So I'll take it all on board. I haven't completely changed my opinion, but, I, you know, I do I do have more facts to to the gluten situation. Um, I'm still, I have to say, I'm still slightly, slightly sceptical on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm in your camp, I agree. Where, where, do you sta- where do you stand on it, Chris, on the gluten situation? I've had a lot of people contacting me uh, wanting to educate you on the gluten thing. Um, 
it's from from my point of view, it's just one of these things that I see you occasionally do where you sort of take on a cause um or a demographic or something that's wronged or annoyed you. And I just kind of sit back and watch and just see how it all plays out. <laughs> and I think that's probably my main view on it is it's fascinating to see you wage war against people who are gluten intolerant. And the the sort of there's a lot of conspiracy there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there at the moment but gluten skeptic or gluten skepticism is one that i never thought i would see in my lifetime um and you're sort of the forefather of that uh, sort of leading the gluten skeptics out there and and that in itself is just entertaining to see yeah yeah a little, a little bit i mean i like my 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 probably worst my worst situation would probably be the people that ride you know the bikes on a sunday um, you know, two, two by two, you know, like, so you can't get past and then stop at a cafe with their little cleats on uh, and they walk in and then order a gluten-free coffee or something um, and a gluten-free slice of cake. That that would be my, my idea of hell um, on a weekend. But going by your theory, I think, would you say there is a higher proportion of gluten-free cyclists than there are in any other sort of walk any other sport or absolute fact um there are more gluten-free cyclists than any other sport 100% fact (laughs) i'd have to agree on that i think i can definitely see gluten-free oat milk oat milk americanos definitely at the at are we going for oat milk now? Is this it? Not a huge fan of oat milk either, but you know what? It's each to their own. But I just, I just, I do think that there is a there's a much higher percentage of cyclists that are are gluten free. <laughs> Good. Well, that rumbles on. I think I think the main sort of um, feeling I'm getting from people that message me is is kind of like. Uh, look, I, I would just like to explain to him my position <laughs> on this. There's no one, I don't think yet, that has been so offended that there isn't just the opportunity for debate. Just that it's men. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's taking it in good jest. Um, and, you know, if you are gluten-free, if you are a gluten-free cyclist, uh, feel free to, to get in touch. I'm sure we'll be inundated. <laughs> yeah, be honest with yourself. Are you into cycling? And gluten-free. That's it, lads. So you remember a few weeks back, we got a letter of, uh, from the Minister of Mayhem at Paddy Power. He wanted to hear your suggestions for the forfeit and how we could make it massive. Uh, well, off the back of last week, we had some absolute belters through. This one, Luke's got, he's got three belters here. The loser has to be a full kit wanker adult mascot, a non-league game of the other's choice. Uh, this one's specific to you, Chris. Chris, you have to give up charcoal and only use gas for the next calendar year. No, that's not, that's not on the table. Well, we'll see. Um, the loser, another one, loser has to release a calendar and the others get to choose the 12 poses. Oh, that's brilliant. I like that. I'm going to circle that one. Hey, what kind of calendar is that? I was, I was thinking, like, could it be like a fireman or something like that? Or like a, you know, like indifferent, you know, like one for the ladies, like, like a fireman, maybe a policeman, a pilot, that kind of thing. Did you ever have did 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 you did you ever have the um, Abbey calendar, Pete? Uh, yeah, I did actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish you brought one home once. 
Yeah, that's a strange situation, isn't it? Yeah. I used to get the football one, like, and just wait till it was your month and everyone was dying for it to be my month, you know what I mean? Like, in the house, you'd have the calendar up and you know you've got one player on each month. Yeah. Did you have them, Sid? No, not, not so much. Stuff. I remember the football ones. I never used to have them up. My mum my still uses a calendar now and writes stuff on the calendar. It's mad. Yeah. It's just hanging up there. I went around the other day and she was like, all right, let me, let me write that in. And she cuts it off the wall and she starts writing it down. I'm like, who does, who does that still? Mate, a podcast calendar is funny. Like, it's really good. It's a really, really good idea. Um, let me rattle for, you, for a few more. This is, this is a great one here. Craig Craigshear and the loser should host a night at the Samrat and foot the bill. Then someone give an eggy boff shout for the first one to leave. Um, got, got one in there. This fella's called Puddings is Massive, believe it or not. Love that. Uh, and, and he says, go into as many shops as possible and have them take all the Christmas puddings to the register and buy all of them. And please donate them to all the local food banks. Um, another one here. A loser has to legally change their name to Chumbawamba. <laughs> That's, I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, man, this, one, the lose, uh, this one here from um, Eddie Elmer. Uh, loser has to apologise on live TV or live radio for wasting the other players' time with their terrible predictions and has to be asked to be forgiven and promised to do better. So like a live statement. That, well, that's quite good because if, if any of us are on like a TV show for another reason, it's quite nice that, especially if it's live, you can stop it. Like if we're doing a, like a Loose Women or um, Sunday Brunch, that kind of thing, to stop mid-flow and, and do a full apology is quite a nice idea. I, I think the one, the, one that's, the one that's really stood out to me there is the calendar. And I think, especially because we're doing it around Christmas, you could potentially do a calendar, you know, starting with January, you know, going into January... Uh, February, March, and I think you could, you could kind of, I don't know, sell them for a quid or something, and just do donate the money to charity. So we could try and do something for good, um, you know, with, with uh, you know, one of one of us in in various um, poses every month. I like it. I I I really really like that one. That's definitely top of the list so far. We're the... You like that one, do you? Yeah, I just think there's there's loads of scope on that. Like as as Pete said, we can we can do the firemen, the the policemen that route. We can do that. Them holding the puddings. We can do a puddings is massive calendar. It, the the list is endless on that. <laughs> Imagine a couple of puddings covering. You know, it'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> a couple of puddings just covering. <laughs> When, when are we when are we nailing this down? Have we got to make a decision on this? I think I feel as though we have to. Right, Minister of Mayhem, uh, we'll get back to you, obviously. Um, and if you're listening, we quite like, well, we love the sound of the calendar. Um, can we supersize this? Can we get a proper photographer in to do do some proper, proper shots? Uh, obviously, I'm hoping it's Chris. Um, in various states of undress or, you know, various, you know, as a gladiator or... Why would I be a gladiator? Sorry, am I missing something here? Why, why would I be a gladiator? Well, it's, I just think it's 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 a calendar for the ladies. Do you know what I mean? I think it's you know, is it? It's kind of like well, abs 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 likes abs likes the Vikings, doesn't she? She likes the she likes the Vikings. Yeah, I just think you know various kind of fantasies. Um, yeah, yeah. My my missus likes cowboys. Believe it or not, as well. There you go. Just don't really understand. So there's two straight away. Just like with nothing underneath, with just chaps. 
sorry, we can't we can't ignore that. Your wife your wife's into what? Sid's cowboys. Yeah, she yeah, she likes cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> so talk us through that, Sid's. So have you had to dress up as one and No, 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 no. Don't I don't I don't go that far. I don't go that far. No, she's she just loves all like the cowboy films and she's a bit of a tomboy with the films and um yeah, she's I don't know, I don't know where it's come from. It's just it's it's only of late really, the last couple of years, but it's it's got it's got legs. Mm, it's exciting. Yeah, well, whatever you're into, you know. Yeah, all right. Well, listen, Minister of Mayhem, um, like I say, Cowboys, Vikings. Um, well, you can dress, dress Chris up in them all uh, and we'll see how we get on. But uh, let me say, I'll be glued to my chair uh, with Kazakhstan San Marino this, this week. I'll be, uh, I'll be having one eye on that whilst um, playing golf in Dubai. All right, and we'll be back to normal next week, won't we? Um, trust everyone, this is a one-off. And big apologies for the uh, lack of quality here. We're definitely, definitely Chumbawamba. Hopefully there'll be a huge Chumbawamba on the, uh, on the audio and visual for next week. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This episode is brought to you by a load of pricks.net. We are the experts in selling houses. Chris couldn't sell his house. What did you do, Chris? I couldn't sell my house for love nor money, Crouchy. Three different offers I had, all at the last minute, fell through. I turned around to my wife and said, what can we do to sell this house? Every estate agent is failing us. Then I told her, let's go to a load of pricks.net. But Chris, what did a load of pricks do for you? They were brilliant, Crouchy. They sold my house right away. The sign had barely gone up when a well-dressed gentleman came along and offered me twice the asking price. Chris, would you use a load of pricks again? I'd use them every time, Crouchy. Go to a load of pricks.net. They will sell your house like no other. Load of pricks, load of pricks.net. 